Okay, we're at the top of the Kav Aleph Amad Bet. We are. Uh, we were just talking about the uh, about uh, plague, right? Dever, and we said that it has to be like a city that has 500 foot soldiers of that population. Three, uh, nine. Uh, what did we say? Uh, three deaths in three days. That's what we said, right? But Dafka, three deaths in three days. The Gemara now says at the top of the Amad it says Derokarat. There was a place called Derokarat. Ir Hamotziach Hameshmot Rakliyah. But it's a city of 500 foot soldiers. And they had three de- uh, deaths in one day. So Rav Nachman Bar Rav Chista declared a fast day. So hold on a second. I'm Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak. So another Rav Nachman, but this is not Bar Rav Chista, it's Bar Rav Yitzchak. Come on, who is that like? Rabbi Meir? You're like doing what Rabbi Meir said. To Amar Richeg Nigi Chotav Chayav Kirev Nigi Chotav Lo Kolsh Again. So what it means is, like literally what it means is if, if the ox... Um, distance its gorings, you're liable. If it makes its gorings more close together, all the more so. Now, the idea there is uh, the context is from Bavakama. We know there's a principle that an ox is considered generally to be tom, a short tom. It's a tame ox. It does not expect it to be to gore. And if it gores somebody, you have to pay, but you only pay half the damages. But if this ox shows itself to be uh, the type of ox that gores people, we call it a shor mu'ad, sort of like this is, has like a predilection to goring people, then start, after three times, then you start paying full damages because you have to really be, take more care, uh, care of this uh, of this ox. Rabbi Meir has a unique opinion which says, normally in order to become a shor mu'ad, it has to gore, let's say, three consecutive days. For Rabbi Meir, it's his opinion. Look, if it does three consecutive days, and uh, then all the more so, if it gores, let's say, three times in one day. Okay, so that's the idea. So that's the case where Rabbi Meir holds there. The same will be true to Tanit. He said Tanit, you only have to do the Tanit if it's a three consecutive days with his with his death. All the more so, the three days Monday. That's what the idea would be. That's not what our Mishnah said. So what our Mishnah said. So Amalei Rav Nachman Bar Chizda, Rav Nachman Bar Yisus, Rav Nachman Bar Chizda said to Rav Nachman Yisak, Leikum Mar Leitigaman. He's like, wow, that's like an amazing shot what you just said. Get up and come to us. Like we want you to be our rabbi. Amalei Tanina, we are taught Rabbi Yosi Omer Lom Mekomo Shal Adam Mechabdo El Adam Mechabedet Mekomo. He says, no, what we learn is that the place of a person doesn't honor him, the person honors the place. Meaning, I don't really want to go to where you are. Uh, Raja says, If I go there, like, it's not going to be like an honor for me to be in that particular place. You're not really like luring me for any particular thing because, you know, it's all about basically the individual and so I'm happy where I am. Which I don't know if it's meant to be like a little bit of like a... Like, yeah, kind of like a statement about how great he is. But, anyway, that's sort of the idea. I'm not coming, basically. Okay? But where we get this idea that the place is, uh, is the place itself isn't mechabit, it's the person. So, we find this by Harsinai. As long as the Shkina was on Harsinai, he said that the, the sheep and the cattle, they should not um, graze by the mountain. Okay, but But once the Shina left, Once the shofar, so they can all go up on the mountain. And he says, no inherent kedusha to the mountain of Bar Sinai. It's only special while Hashem is there. That's why Hashem gives the kedusha. The chemas and the the same thing of the all moed and the midbar. As long as it was uh, uh, up, 
that uh, that as long as the Mishkan was up, so the Torah says she should send away from the Machana anybody who's leprosy or whatever it is. Meaning all these people with Tumah aren't allowed to come close to the Mishkan because the Mishkan has so much kedusha. One second, but then Huglalu Haparochet. But once the Parochet, the, the the curtain was rolled up and like they're taking down the uh, the Mishkan, who threw Zavim Mitzori and Likan Hashem. Then the Zavim Mitzori are allowed to enter there because there's no uh, again there's no inherent kedusha to that place unless they, unless Hashem's presence is there specifically. Yeah. Isn't this completely different than what we say about Harabai? Yes, yes, it's different for it's different than uh, what we say about Harabai. Correct. Place. That's a very good point. Why yes, that, that's a that's a whole discussion about kedusha rishona kitsha l'shata or la'ati lavo. Right? The kedusha that we have when we conquered Eretz Israel is a fundamentally different type of kedusha, and specifically the Malkam Mikdash. And that's we paskin. What is the machlokin about? We paskin. That's la'ati lavo. That's different. The kedusha remains for all time. You're right. That's a, that's a great point. That uh, it's specifically about this place and not in general. It's not generally how we do treat places. Um, okay. Um, now, Amar Lay, so he said back to him, I guess Rav Nachman Bar Rav Chista said, uh, if that's the case, I'll come to you. Okay, I'll come to you. Amar Lay, Mutav Yavo Mane Ben Paras, it's a Mane Ben Mane. By Yavo Mane Ben Mane, it's a Mane Ben Paras. He says, well, not so fast. Better that a Mane, which is a uh, hundred, that's the son of a uh, Pras, which is only fifty Zuz. Okay, Mane is a hundred Zuz. Pras is fifty Zuz. So I should go to a Mane, the son of a Mane, and not the reverse. Meaning that if you look at if you look at their, uh, I guess the idea is that Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak was saying like, look, I might be a, a significant uh, rabbi, but my lineage is not so great. I don't have such tremendous lineage. But you, Rav Nachman Bar Rav Chista, you have great lineage, right? After all, his father is Rav Chista, and the other one is Rav, it's just Yitzchak. Right, so he says, "Oh, so better." So in that case, once we're doing the calculations, better I come to you than you come to me. You have more yichus. Okay, that was the uh, that story there. Now, Besura and the place, right? Sura, which is a, a city in Babel, big city in Babel. Hava to Dabrata, Bishivute. Sorry, Hava Dabrata. There was there was Dabrata. There was Dever. There was a plague. Bishivute the Rab, Lava Dabrata. But in Rab's neighborhood, Shivute means his neighborhood. There was no plague. So Savru Minei Bishum Zchuti the Rab did not fish. They thought it was because the, that Rab has a lot of zuchuyot, a lot of merits, and therefore his place was protected from the plague. It's Chazilu Bechelma, but it was so they were shown in a dream. Rab dinafisha zuchute tuva ha milta zutra leila Rab. He said as follows: that Rab has so many zuchuyot. This issue of like holding back plagues, that's like too small an issue for Rab. That's not like worthy of the of Rab's great zuchuyot. Rather, the, the merit of this, uh, the lack of a plague, is the merit of the following person. Okay, it's for this person who would lend a hoe and a shovel for uh, digging graves. Okay, so he was like the like the the guy who would like lend out tools for this mitzvah of of, of, of burying the dead. So then his zuchut, this place didn't have uh, didn't have deber. Okay, another story. Bidarokrat, this is Dorokrat again. Hava to Delekta. There was a fire. It was Shivavute de Rabhuna Lohava Delekta. There was no fire in Rabhuna's neighborhood. Savramina Bizakhuta de Rabhuna de Nafish. They thought it was because of Rabhuna's great Zuchuyot. They saw in the dream, this is too small for Rabbuna, a particular woman, she would warm up her oven, she heat up her oven like at, her, at her own expense, and she lend out the use of the oven to the entire neighborhood. Right In the olden days, a lot of people didn't have like their own ovens necessarily, they needed to rely on like, a communal oven, whatever it is, 
So that's what happened. That this woman, she heated the oven. People could come and bake the bread in the oven, whatever it might be. Okay, that's the idea about um, the merits of like sort of small, small chesed that are really a big deal. Okay, Amr Leila Rabbi Yehuda. They said to Rabbi Yehuda, Atu Kamse, the uh, the locusts are coming. I think it's locusts. Gazar Ta'anita. So he immediately declared a fast. Amr Lokam Afsadan. He said, one second. Oh, sorry. Amr Lokam Afsadan. They said, wait, hold on a second. They haven't caused any damage. Amr Zavda Aitu Bahadayu. This is a little joke. He says, well, are they bringing their own food with them? Get it? <laughs> I mean, like, like when, when the locusts come, what do you think they're going to eat? They're going to eat our crops. Like, they, they're not bringing like their own, you know, like uh, tuna fish cans. They said to Rabbi that there is a death, like a plague, in the, uh, in the, in the pig population. Gazer Tanita, he took it fast. Name because of Rabbi Yehuda, Maka Mishulacha Bimin Echad, Mishulacha Mikol Haminin. So maybe we'll say that Rabbi Yehuda thinks that there's a Maka, like a plague, that's um, like spreading on one species and then spreads to all the species, and that's why we should be concerned about the pig uh, uh, plague. Lo! Shiny No, pigs are different because their innards, I guess their inner workings, are similar to people. And that's what we were really worried about. We're worried about that. And the only thing I thought of about this Gemara was that, you know, like when you do like biology, we always like dissect like a fetal pig. Because a fetal pig is very similar in development up to a certain stage to a human development. Very similar. So uh, maybe that's a similar idea here that, like, you know, whatever affects pigs, maybe affects people in similar ways. Anyway, okay. So they said to Shmuel, there's a, there's a death in this place called Bechozai. Uh, like this plague. Gazar Ta'anita, he declared it fast. Amrulay Baham Marachak. They said, what do you mean? That's far away from us. Like, we're just letting you know, but it's a far away place. Amr, he said, Leka Ma'abrahacha, the Pasaklai. there's no, like, uh, um, like crossing that would block it. I mean, there's no, there's nothing to like block the plague from coming. Where like if it's even though it's far away, it's heading our direction. So we have to immediately declare a fast day. I think Rashi has a slightly different gear, so he can ask more like a rhetorical question. But it's not even the same idea. Okay, Amr Leila Rav Nachman Ikamona Baradi Israel. So they said to Rav Nachman, there's uh, this plague in Eretz Israel. Gazar Ta'anita, he can declare the fast day, but he's in he's in Bavel. Amr, he said, in Gevira Loka Shivcha Lokosh again. Says if the if the uh, the mistress, like the, the woman in charge, is being stricken, meaning Eretz Israel, who's like the, the main center, if they're being stricken, the Shivcha, the maidservant, all the more so. Right, so Bavel's like a Shivcha to the you know to the uh, mistress of. Uh, of Eretzah. Where it says Taima de Gevira Veshivcha. This seems to be that the reasoning is that it's a Gevira Veshivcha relation. There's the there's the, the, the woman who's in charge, and there's the maidservant. Hashivcha Veshivcha Lo. It seems to imply that if it was two maidservants, I guess two cities in Bavel, I guess would be equivalent. You wouldn't uh, have such a declaration. But he said to Shmuel, there's this uh, death, it's the plague, and Bechozai Gazer Tanita, and he did declare a fast day. Gemara says, "Shani hatam kevan deika shiarta delavai vaatya bahadei." Like I said, since there were caravans that used to go back and forth in the different cities, so that's exactly the problem, right? They bring they bring, they bring the pestilence along, but we know exactly what we're talking about, right? Unfortunately, right? That's why the, the, the airports are open. The airports are open, so then you know they can come. It doesn't make any matter how far away the plague is; it can come uh, into town. Same thing. Okay. Now it says as follows: Abba Umna Havan. There's a person named Abba. He was an Umna. Umna means like a. It can often mean like a, like an Uman. It's like a craftsman. In this case, it means he was a blood leather. He was a blood leather. Okay. Atulei Shama mi Matibta Dirakia. 
he got that he had shalom. He was like granted like shalom. And in the tipta derekia means the yeshiva shalmala, the yeshiva back in, in, in heaven. Kol yoma every day. Every day he got so like a greeting, I guess, in Yeshiva Shamala. Abaye got such a greeting every Arab Shabbat. The Rabba Komala Yomid Kippure. Rabba got such a greeting every Arab Yom Kippur. Okay, so they're ranking them. So Rabba's like the lowest, right? He only gets it once a year. Abaye gets it once a week. And this guy, Abba, he gets it every day. So Hamagachal Shaddai did the Abaye Mishum da Abba. Uh, umna. So Abayi got like a little bit uh, sad, like depressed. Like, why, you know, about this Abba Umna guy? Like, what's so great about Abba Umna? I'm Abayi, after all. Like, what's, what's the deal with this guy? Like, why is he getting this uh, this tremendous zechut? So Amrle, he said to him, Lo You can't do what he does. And there's something he does where he gets tremendous merit. What is it? So, uh, so, so the Gemara says, Umay Habba Uvde, so what's his uh, thing? To Abba Umna, sorry, why Habba Uvde, Abba Umna, so what was his thing? To Chihaba Abid Miyota, when he did his thing, meaning like when he was involved in the bloodletting, Habba Machit Gabri Lozub and Ashilachus. The first thing he did was he would separate men on, you know, in one place and women in another one. So he separated men and women for modesty, that was number one. And he also had a particular garment. He had that the garment had like a slit in it, which is precisely in the place where he did the bloodletting. The idea was so. When a woman came, he would dress her in this uh, particular garment. So he was able to do the procedure without looking at her body. Okay, so you can imagine he's like a physician. He's able to be very modest even within his behavior, and that's the uh, that's first. Okay. Um, um, so there's a place, a very tanua place, where he threw the pshite. One second, I'm getting confused for a second. One second. One second. Oh, the coin. Sorry. Uh, right. So he, there was a there was a very like uh, so in terms of the payment, there was a hidden place where people would throw the coins, like a little box where they put the coins to pay him for his services. So the um so the the shadibe person who had money would put the money there. Shadi means throw. He throw the money in there. To let pay the person who didn't have the money who wasn't able to pay. Low mislev. He wouldn't be embarrassed because the payment place was in a very is very very private. Um, okay. So kihava itarmulate surba mirabanan agramine when the uh, when the surba mirabanan a certain time of the chacham would try to would come to him and try to like pay him for his uh, services lo shakel he wouldn't take money from the tamidei chachamim ubata dekai yayev lepshite and then after the person came he'd give them some money. Okay. And he said, go like make yourself healthy for a day. Meaning like go uh, like eat something, you know, whatever. He like to help out the Tamid Chachamim. We're like a lot of them really starving, you know. So he'd help them out with money, and they would do that. So uh, so that's in fact what happened. So Shador Abaye Zuga So Abaye, you know, again, who was a little jealous, like sent a couple of our rabbis to go check out this thing. Is this really true? Otvinu vachlinu vashkinu umachlu bistarke belelia. So uh, so he fed them and he gave them to drink and. Uh, he Rashi says, "Kipel tachtem tachshit etzemer." He like uh, 
rolled out like a nice, uh, like a, like a, a nice mat, like a comfortable mat under them to sleep on at night. Uh, we'll just finish up. There's a little bit of a story here. So he says Savra So in the morning they actually rolled up the mats and they took the mats that they stole the mats basically and they took them to the shuk. Okay, and then they found him, ran into him. So it's a little bit awkward now. They have these mats, and he sort of like kind of knows, but like you know. So Amr, uh, so Amr Lahu, they said to him, "Lishai Meimar Hechi Shabbat." He said like, "Ah, oh, maybe I want to buy these mats. Like, maybe you should assess how much these mats are worth." So Amr Le, Amr Lahu, he said to them, "Hachi Bahachi." Uh, he said, "That's worth this amount." Amr Le, Vidilma Shabbat Maybe they say maybe it's worth more. So Amr Lahu, he says to them, "Bahachi Shaklinu." That's the that's the amount I pay for them. So like they realize like they so he's like he really makes them realize like I you know they're my mats I understand so I'm we admit it you know they're yours and we took them from you they said oh please tell us let us know uh, did you uh, uh, how did you suspect us. Uh, so we said to them, no. They said, he said, I just assumed that you had to do something like pidyon shvuyim to like rescue, you know, uh, uh, captives, and you were taking the mats to sell them to get some to raise some funds to do pidyon shvuyim, this big mitzvah. But uh, I didn't, don't, don't worry, I didn't suspect you were, you were taking, taking it for your own purposes. So Amrulay, Hashan is killing Umar. They said, okay, but now you should take, at least take the mask back. Like now we're totally embarrassed. Amrulay, no. He said, no. From that moment, I already like was my siachdad. I already like, distracted myself. I already assumed that these masks were going to Tzaka. And once you went to Tzaka, you can keep them. So you see, it's like this big tzaddik, this, uh, this guy, Abba. Abba, what's his name? Abba um, uh, Umna. So he, uh, so he had this big merit that he had the uh, yeshiva shalmala, you know, so give him shalom every day. Let's stop here.